Greetings, beautiful people. This is Jay here from Lads Talk Health and as always, sending nothing but love and kindness and positivity to all. Thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast. Please, please, if you enjoy it, let other people share your enjoyment. Love to you all. I'm live, but there's no light. There we go, let's get a light on Hello, Insta. I was just on Harry's channel. Unfortunately, let's turn this torch on. Unfortunately, it got cut. Hello, Ellie. Oh, that's bright. I was saying I was just on Harry's. Hi, Emma. Uh, hello, people. There's a quick jump on. Hello, hello. Happy Friday, everybody. Loved you all. Hello, Nazar. Skates. What's happening? Didn't do my usual intro. Jay here from Let's Talk Health. Sending nothing but love and kindness to everybody. I can't do the heart tonight so I've only got one side. So you lot, you do the other side of that heart for me. Boom. Love to you lot. There's my mate Harry Thomas. I just We just got kicked off of his channel. Thomas. Hello Sarah. Hope we didn't miss anyone. RJ Mills. Hello. So yeah, it happened to you again, obviously. Yes, when? Bloody instant, mate. But um, yeah. What was we saying beforehand? I was talking about. I know we were talking about talking about the kids and stuff as well, weren't we? And the uh, oh no, that was it as well about the cognitive dissonance and yeah. and and the adults needing to hear as much as the kids as well at the moment. In fact, the adults more so right now need to be hearing. It's the, it's the inner work that some uh, are yours getting sent, yeah, all the time at the moment. Like, you should have seen, James, I put a photo up today and um, it was like two trees and there was the earth and uh, the sun and the moon literally underneath each other. And I just posted, no context, no words, nothing. They fucking fact-checked it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> mate you just made me think of something talk about synchronicity so today i was having a conversation with someone and again it's like i was that's what we we're talking about actually and here's a classic example we we're talking on your channel about like for me i've been i've i've as we know it's been many many years i started looking into this stuff and initially when i'd get into conversations with people my ego would go after be like oh, i've looked into that and fucking but anyway we was talking about the fact that now when you talk to anyone about any subject, it's important to listen, regardless if you think you've heard it before and anything else. So I was talking to this, 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 having this conversation today about space and this person was talking and I, I hadn't said anything yet and it got onto satellites evening. It got onto satellites. So they were saying, and I said, yeah, I said, do you know how many? Do you know there's like 50 or 60,000 up there? And they're going, yeah, I know. I said, I know, and they're always taking pictures and yeah, but I said, yeah. I said, wouldn't it be cool if they actually took a picture of Australia and we could see the buildings upside down and they'd zoom in and they'd see people just like they do on Google Maps. And they were like, yeah, yeah. And then literally you could see the cogs turning in. I, I didn't even say, I just sat back at that point and watched. <laughs> and he went, yeah, I, w I wonder why they don't do that. Like, I'd, I'd definitely, like, <laughs> I 
and it started off a conversation. I said, so yes, because and funny enough, we again we spoke about this in the membership site. It's funny how this has all come around today. Because I said to him, I said, everyone has this. There's this, you know, people you're not religious, fine. I'm not religious, but I've got respect for religion. Um, atheist, whatever, if you believe in evolution, whatever it is, that you know, these these people people, not these people, people in general will have these stern views on, on religion, for example. What do you mean? Oh, like, oh yeah, there's someone in the sky. And, but, and then you think, hold on, hold on. Listen to what you subscribe to before you start talking to anybody else and judging anyone else. Know your fucking narrative because the story of heliocentrism it's by far, I was listening, it got into a good conversation today and I was listing all the points, you know, like, you know, quadrillions and trillions of tons of water sticking to a ball that's spinning through space and people upside down and flights under the world taking off upside down and like we're just going through and the sun 93 million miles away, but we can see it. Like, and it just, you list them off and you think, how the fuck and i'm not being disrespectful this is just my opinion okay I was, in fact how the fuck could i have ever considered any of that bollocks it is such a load of fraff and what's nice is within the community there's lots of people now that clearly wasn't into that stuff i've looked into it and there was cocksure was us about it now because they've done their own research They've just gone off and looked at it themselves and gone, oh, yeah, how did I miss this? How the fuck? It is the biggest. It's worse than any stuff. You can't tell me, well, oh, yeah, how can you believe in God and all that and angels and people in the sky? And then tell me you can believe in fucking space. Do you even know what space? I said that today. I said, do, I said, do you know what space is? <laughs> and again, they're, they're turning, they're thinking for anything they've ever heard about space. What is space? What, once you understand what space is, because there seems to be a fascination with a lot of people with space and Mars and black holes that they're seeing light years away with telescopes. And they're telling you, yeah, that that's being sucked up, this black hole by our universe. They'll subscribe to that, but then tell you you're off your fucking nut if you're into religion. It's, it's the same. It's the same thing. It's in fact no. It's worse. It's worse. The heliocentrism religion is worse because of the effects that has on the whole of humanity. That's how big it is. Flat Earth's a label. People will get put off by flat Earth because flat Earth has been demonized. Just like cannabis, funny enough. <laughs> but flat earth is a label. If you look into what it is behind that label and you have not got to have gone through years and years worth of studying to do it, you'll go back to being a child because you'll go, do you know what? That's what I thought. When, when, when you come into this world as a kid, you look up and everything's moving around you. You're here still and... Everything's been, that's what you get back to. And that's one example that might not resonate, but it will if you look into it. It will, because we are at the center of everything, absolutely everything. And us as human beings individually 
yes, you, me, everyone who's watching this, we are also at the centre of everything. We've got an amazing purpose. We've, we're meant to be here and we're meant to experience this experience to our fullest with no one supposed to be putting shackles on us to, to, to stop us from fulfilling our potential as human beings, which is in itself very, very simple. We are all put here to experience happiness. Simple as that. Mm -hmm. And can you imagine if we actually taught the kids the truth from day one? Like, we're having all these doubts and all this resistance our whole life because inherently, level. Your soul knows it's truth, so you're literally going against that every time. You get to a certain age and you're like, oh my God, I've been lied to. That accumulates those years. And now it's like, fuck. Now you know I need to go back. <laughs> And whilst going back, you have to let go of everything you've taken on the truth, because <laughs> a lot of those things you've had so much attachment to over the years, that's hard. And now you have to relearn again. <laughs> this is a whole process. If we look at time for this sense, like we've a lot of years, and not only that, you have to now experience it yourself to actually know it as your truth. Imagine mm. if in the first seven years that like, we just taught you that that's your truth. This is what it is. This is who we are. This is why we're here. This is history. And now the rest of your life with all your foundations already built into your subconscious. Now go and work your magic. Go and do your superpowers. Go and use your, your gifts that you've already found out from that young age. You can see that the world will change so quickly. Yeah, Obviously, mate. From one to seven is the subconscious state. I call it the sponge. Kids will download anything in front of them. So usually it's the actions, the feelings, the expressions, all from the parents. On top of that, you have the programming from the, the iPads that you put in their face when they're crying from a young age now, the YouTube videos, the Netflix, the, the computer games. That, all of that compiles into the characters and ego um, starts forming from that young age. Then the teachers, what you're teaching within the curriculum, every day you're sending your kids to a brain indoctrination place. So you've got to think that's a lot of compilement of rubbish, confusion, fear, nonsense. If we got rid of all that and we just literally just showed them, they could learn, I think, you know, I saw a study, you could learn up to 10 languages very easily, not, not, without hardly any restrictions if it was mapped out properly. On top of that, you teach them health, you teach them nutrition, you get them involved with um, activities, you'd spend more time with your elders, the, the wisdom of the family through energy. You wouldn't put your elders in a home and dose them all up on <laughs> keep them alive, <laughs> separate them from everyone, and all they need is connection. They start from nowhere, like James said, they're now here and they go out to nowhere. The kids and the grandparents are near nowhere. They got more connection to source. You're now here learning the human experience, so you let them to exchange. Advanced civilizations, the grandparents, obviously we can't trust our grandparents with their knowledge and their conditioning to raise our little ones whilst we learn life still. Because our boss don't know what is going on about and we don't know anything about ourselves. So it's the older generations they're more connected and then whilst you're doing it and then you take that role on that's how the advanced civilization works 100 percent. and talking of elderly 
when I worked in that social in the social care sector in the UK, I've said this before. I I was so privileged. I didn't know what I, to expect when I took on that role, uh, but I ended up going around and visiting over the space of five years, literally thousands of um, home care providing teams, uh, uh, yeah, companies, residential homes, care homes. When you sit with an old person, all they want to do is is talk, is talk, and unfortunately. There's this weird cultural attitude with a lot of people in the UK, like you said. I mean, I mean, it was pretty brutal with it, but it's the truth. That old people get to a certain age and they become useless and they get put in a home and to die. Basically, there you go. You've been put in that place to, to die and you're going to be around other old people. Oh, you're going to make lots of old people friends and you... Like, it's so fucked up the way you look at it. But when you actually spend time with, with labelled old people, what I would suggest is this. Next time you're in the presence of an old person that might start talking to you, hold eye contact and see the life in their eyes. Their eyes aren't old. Your eyes never age. My nanny low, God rest her soul. Her, her death in Whips Cross Hospital in East London was brutal because of the way things are set up. She sat there in pain for about eight months where on med, couldn't move, paralysed. But her eyes, that will stick with me forever, her eyes were alive. They were absolutely alive and expressive to everything that is going on around her. And, and she couldn't even talk. If you sit and you take time to speak with old people, like I said, hold their eyes and see if you don't get captivated by everything that they've seen. You're looking at someone's eyes that's seen 80, 90 years worth of this life. There's so much you can learn just by fucking acknowledging this person, sitting down, holding eye contact with them, and then just, just hold the space. Give them time to talk. They might struggle to talk. They might get to the age where they're forgetting bits and pieces, but just sit with them and just listen, engage, and just watch. You, you, you realise that you don't know it all. And everything that's happening now is, oh, it's all, everything's not. No, no, this has been going on for a long time. A long time. In fact, it was, in many cases, at a much more comfortable pace back then. They're looking at us now and thinking, use it off your fucking heads. Look at you running around like absolute headless chickens, chasing, always chasing. I've never got any time. I've never got any time. I've never got any of this made-up concept called time. It's a fucking joke. They're looking at us. We're looking at them like they're the, oh, yeah, you know, getting their granddad or whatever. They're looking at us. They're probably actually, they're probably thinking, you know what? I'm glad you put me there to get a fucking away from you. You're, you are stressing me out so much. Yeah, it's, it's a joke. And that whole connection between children and old people, that was re-solidified for me and for us. When you start working with people, that older people especially, with, with different illnesses, mainly cancer, I'm thinking. But you put children around people that are supposedly you know dying what again they just come alive there's a connection between the young and the elderly which i think us at that egotistical idiot age in between we detach from 
because of the cognitive dissonance, because of this world that we live in, because of our aspirations to be great in society and get a good job. And <clears throat> young kids, couldn't give a fuck about that. They just want to have fun, talk and have a laugh. Old people, couldn't give a fuck about that. Just want to talk, probably eat a bit more, <laughs> talk and have a laugh and just be around people, interact. This middle boiling pot where we are, that's where all the shit happens. All the knowledge, it starts here in the babies, it's the little ones. We fucking get too clever, we think, in the middle, but then we remember again at the end, oh, yeah, it's just me. It's just me. It's just what I've got and what I like, which is nothing to do with anything material. It's all to do with me inside. Yeah, that, that bit you said on the eyes is really powerful. and it, it brought back a memory when I was on Deepak's retreat. There was an afternoon where we broke up for lunch and he said, right, this lunch, yeah, there was like 470 people on the course, 27 different countries. But this lunch, you're going to go out and you're not talking. You're just going to be present. You eat your food. There's no communicating at all. So you get your lunch and you're now much more observant of what's going on. You're listening to all the sounds that you heard the birds, you heard the wind, you tasted the food. It was really powerful exercise. And then we come back into from lunch, again, no speaking. And the hall was huge. So they just kind of like directed you and lined you up in twos. And I, there was a guy next to me and just they kept doing twos. And we just stood there for ages. Then uh, they led us into the hall. So we was walking around like the edge of the room in twos. And you literally, as we would turn around, like the rest of the hall's being filled up. So you've literally just got this whole hole of twos. So everyone's standing each other. And then Roger, um, who's like Deepak's right-hand man, is like, right, you're going to face the person opposite you. And you're going to have one hand energy in, one hand energy out. And you're going to stand there like this. And you're going to look into each other's eyes. And then the music would play. It was Krishna Das, I remember one of the songs that stuck on me. Ding. When the ding happens, they did it like every 20 seconds, every 15 seconds. I'd move right and they'd move left. So you're now standing in front of a new person. So you're going around the hall like this. And so you, you must have like interacted with 200 people or so. And every time, like the music's amazing. I'm tingling feeling it now. And you just <laughs> into the eyes. And the dynamic throughout this whole experience, like some people you felt the warrior and you're standing in like, it's good, I'm with you, let's be this. Then you'd see someone would be suffering and you could feel their pain that you're, and then you would feel the one where you're a bit emotional. And there was one lady, I remember, I knew her, like there was something in this connection, I knew her. And by the time you just kept going around like this, the view just got just eyes. It was like, that's all that mattered was eye contact. There was no race, culture, divide, skin color, no like materialistic clothes and things, just eye connection. And that last one, boom, and everyone was just stopped. The whole room just come united and the rest of that retreat, it was something special. Like, and the thing is, you wouldn't, sometimes you wouldn't even know the person's eyes you looked into because all you saw was their eyes. Like you missed everything else. And it was just that connection that you had all the way through. It's one of the most profound experiences I've ever had. And it was one of the, I guess, yeah, one of the only times where I've, I've seen a whole room connect and there was no words involved. 
It was really powerful. So the eyes for me are, are that's your power. When you stare into someone's eyes, it's uncomfortable if you're not used to it. But when you can stare and you lock and you, you're engaged in the conversation, you can change their whole, the whole mood in that conversation. That reassurance, I think, you're being listened to and I'm enjoying this conversation. Definitely. The eyes are the gateways to the soul. And I believe that. And that it definitely, with my experience with older people, is... And that's that. That's only that was that was my nanny low. That 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 was a realization, and that was years ago before I was into anything. I was I was only young, but it was. I remember looking at her and thinking, "Oh my god!" Like, and it was. It's funny because she was so immobile. Like I said, literally paralyzed. Um, and so I realized how much I'd looked at her, the person, as the whole person and not really into her eyes. Do you know what I mean? I looked at her moving around or as a kid looking up to her. But again, not, I realised, oh my God, I've never seen she had the most beautiful sea blue eyes. I mean, she was 78, I think, or something when, when she died, 79. But her eyes were like, if, if I just had her eyes, her eyes would look like a little girl. You know, they were just totally totally alive and being completely honest the reason i said about within that scenario about how expressive they were it was really hard to to watch because you looked into her eyes and you could see she was in pain she was aware she knew everything that was going on she just couldn't talk or anything she was in pain and she just wanted it to be over like you i, I remember as, as like I was, I was a teenager I remember looking and thinking, fucking hell, like, this ain't right. She, she's telling us that, she, you know, she, she's, she's all right with it, you know. To, but she, she laid there for months in pain in that hospital bed, degenerating. It was fucking horrible to watch. But her eyes, yeah, they, they, they never changed. They never changed. It was, it was <clears throat> really powerful memory. I ain't thought about that in a long time. But, yeah. The eyes, I mean, our senses in general, you know, we've, we've got eyes, we've got ears, nose, touch, obviously, and taste. Speech, taste, oral. These five senses, how often do you actually use your five senses for what they're for? Because every single one of those senses is communication. That's what they're there for. We're supposed to look at each other in the eyes. <clears throat> We're supposed to touch each other. We're supposed to, within relationships, taste each other. We're definitely supposed to hear each other. I didn't mean that in a crude way, you dirty get either. <laughs> those, those senses, they've been, again, I love the word, but they've been bastardized. You know, now look what, what's gone on over the last couple of years. We've been encouraged. It is dangerous to touch each other. Fucking hell. Really? Healing, healing happens through touch. I've seen that. But they're telling us it's that we've got to be two meters away from each other. Language. That's another subject. Language is a, was a massive divide. Massive, massive divide. They, want, they didn't want us to be able to hear each other and understand what all of us were saying. What's interesting, if you go back into biblical texts and Sumerian religious texts, ancient Egypt, ancient Egypt, Egyptian religious texts. You go back further and further and further. 
there'll always be like in the bible i can't remember who it was that done it but they refer to it in the bible where language was created by the powers that be so that they could take off their colonies in slavery and make sure okay your lot can't talk to my lot we need to create these noises that they're making so your lot over there don't know what this lot over here is saying and that, if you go back through time and time again, you, you, <clears throat> you'll see in these scriptures, and again, I'm not religious, so I'm not claiming this as fact, but I've stated this many, many times in every single book written in any type about history, about now, in every fiction, you're going to have someone who's writing it is their experience in life. So there's always truths mixed in. But back to my point, you go back far enough. And is it so far-fetched if you really think of human beings? And if, I mean, if, if you're still caught on colour, then this ain't going to work for you, I'm afraid. If you still think colour makes a difference. If you look at human beings and you go back in time, is it really so far-fetched to think that at some point we all made the same noises? And if, the, if you're struggling with that, you're struggling with that, you show me, you line up a hundred different fucking newborn babies from a hundred different parts of the world, and you tell me if they don't sound the fucking same. The, that's, that's that goes back to that language creation. So babies have their own language from the first three to four months. The noises are reflexes. And this woman, you can type it in, baby noises, Oprah, she goes on there. And she had selective hearing. She could identify the five noises. It was like meh, meh. And it represented like, I'm hungry. I need to pass wind. I need to poo. I'm sleepy. I've got an upset stomach. It was those five noises. And she said, universally, every single baby, no matter where you're from, made those identical noises. And you could tell if you listened up closely enough and knew what you listened to, and then you've got a thing called reversely. David Oates is a big guy on that from Australia. I've been doing it for 25 years. He suggested as a theory, which now remains true, still hasn't been told to you from mainstream, that we learn the language backwards before we learn it forwards. So when you record yourself and play it backwards, your truth comes out within that sentence. So when you're lying, there'll be incorrent lie within it. And on the documentary, he shows you how he used to go back and record all these tapes and there was a murderer and the, uh, the interviewer said, oh, did you kill your wife? He's like, no, no, I didn't kill my wife. And when he played it backwards, it's like neck, I hit hard. He decapitated her. And it was, it was, the truth was backwards. So they did it with Obama. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Backwards, it said, thank you, Satan. Thank you, Satan. And it's not what you say if you play it back. Because if I said, yes, we can, forwards, uh, thank you, Satan, back. But within the mumbo chumble, when you run it backwards, there was truth. And what he suggested, from the first four months, he couldn't get anything. And the first words, like mama, dada, that would start from about five months onwards. Which then ties in what James said there, with all babies around the world, first four months, he then confirmed that by reverse language couldn't pick up anything and he records people every day and again just go and watch what biden says go and watch what pelosi says and then watch what trump and see what words come out forward he's recorded them all some some you like listening you're like oh, is that what it said some it's a bit mumbo jump some of them are clear as day and, and it's really interesting which again it's your soul you can't lie your soul will tell you the truth 
So there's incorrect. <coughs> if you talk a lie, but the truth then come out backwards, it was opposite. But you also then show kids where it's like, I love you, daddy. And then backwards, it would say, I love you, daddy. Exactly the same. Completely different noises reversed, but that's what it comes out when we learn the, the language backwards. But again, first seven years, subconscious state. That's why they learn it. It just goes straight in and downloads it. Chad, two good example classics there. Live backwards, evil. <coughs> Lived backwards, devil. Yeah, Even is. love, the word love, the, the evil backwards that is the that's the origins of the word evil funny enough and now look it's 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 the word we use to express our love because that's what we've come to know it i'll tell you another one really interesting one the word lost <coughs> excuse me this came up this came up um in a conversation i was having with someone the other day because we were talking again we're talking about space and, and the moon landing and i said all right it's fair enough and i said do you know why they say we've not gone back to the moon? And he went, no. I said, well, number one, they said, we haven't got the, the technology. I said, that, that in itself is fishy. But number two, they said they lost all of the data. I think it's called, uh, what was it called? Trigonomy data. I've got the bloody word. It's that data. They said that, and bearing in mind, this data, they said they had so much of it, it would wrap around the world twice, is what they told us. Anyway, they, they said it, they lost it. So the word lost again, is an ancient English, it derives from an ancient English word, which derives from an ancient Latin word of loss, L-O-S. And what it actually means is to destroy. So they're actually telling us, yeah, we lost the data. We destroyed the data because these powers that be just know that they're using words. That are truthful. To, huh? That are truthful. Yeah, that are truthful, and they're using English words that we know and recognize to their own meanings, defined and derived from ancient language, which if you look back into it, it the English language especially, it has literally been created with spells and, and a lot of demo demonic foundations at its base. The English language... Is, is by far one of the most spell-casting languages on this plane that we live on. It is purpose. And why do, why do you think now most people, what's the most commonly spoke language in the world? English. And, you know, English is a fucker to learn. We've learned it because we, it's not, but in English, we've got so many different words for different things where, like in Spanish, when I, like, I'm learning Spanish, I don't know what it's like with Portuguese, but with Spanish, it's like everything is straightforward. It's a much simpler, it's a much more honest language. Because if you look at the English language, it's devious. You can manipulate and use words in a conversation, even with loved ones, to get yourself out of trouble and you're telling them something, but you've, you've manipulated those words. You know you're casting a spell on your loved one by the definition. And if you're going to go off into a witchy spell, no, no, no. Look into, again, if you're going to look into words of what they mean, look into what these mean. You're casting spells with the energy you're putting behind them words for your agenda. That's what's going on. So words is a big one. And again, what you said about with kids, what happens with a baby? And I did it with my kids. And I, I definitely, obviously, wasn't aware I was doing it at the time, is they come out making their own noises. And what do we do as parents? Dada. Dada. 
Sorry, Dad, that you said Dad. Then Mama's going, Mama, Mama. Like, we literally, we, t- and again, I know it's hard to grasp to think, but hold on, how are we going to communicate? Well, this is it. We don't fucking know because we got robbed of that. We've been robbed of that. Do you think in nature that they go around, some lions in the world start going to rob like, rah, you got rah like this. And the lion Africa's going, no, you got rah like this. Like, no, it's just an inherent natural fucking communication noise that they use. I genuinely think it was the same for humans at some point. And like everything else, what makes it worse is they make us, the normal people, think that we're doing our children right by indoctrinating our children because yeah that's right parents me included we start the indoctrination of our kids as parents because there's a set of guidelines that we egotistically think we've got to tick as parents we've got to do this we've got to get them to this stage you've got to get them to this stage by this age that was one thing when I, I, and I was just saying my what they said yeah yeah by by six months I've got to be here so how the fuck they know that? Like each kid's different. I can and and then and then as a parent, where's little Johnny at? Oh, he's 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 two, but he's you know he's got, got a mental age of six months or whatever. And you think no, he's not. He's just fucking little Johnny. He's all right doing what he's doing at this stage. Do you know what I mean? We're given the labels as well. Oh, dyslexic or they're ADHD. <laughs> they got learning difficulties. Like, then you treat them with learning difficulties or you treat them like they got ADHD and you treat them like a, a kid with ADHD, like, oh, don't have any more sugar because you got ADHD. What is ADHD? Think about it. A, D, H, D. It's just some letters. <laughs> it's like, imagine getting slapped with ADHD. <laughs> just letters on your chest. <laughs> we, we put those spells on our kids by the titles that we give them. And when someone says that your kid's got learning difficulties or there's a slight disability or there's something, if you treat them like they got a disability and you treat them like they are sick, they become sick. You've put that label on it and you manifest it. Not only that, you act that way. It's very easy for me to say, and it is quite humorous, but that is the, the lies that we've been born into. Like literally every little p- word that we put on is a spell. And like James said, even the way that we talk, <laughs> I, I think that's a natural thing to do, but it's like, mama. And, and then also, it was, <clears throat> even your genitals, like your sexual organs, you're like, the willy, these words, like, what does that even mean? Like, if you talk kids properly, and then also, their sexual organs and stuff as well. It's like, don't you do that when they're growing up. It's like, if we educated them, what is that? And there's a time and place for it. <laughs> Stop getting out when there's girls around, you get in trouble, you'll end up going to prison. <laughs> <laughs> we actually learn how we are tragic. Like, if you keep going back to all the things, there's little sayings that we used to say, and it just, you just put these truths on all the time. Don't be so stupid, 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 stupid. Yeah, um, yeah there's loads of it. But even even, even um, the common law stuff, it's legalese. Again, it's words. <sighs> ones, government, 
govern is to control, ment is mind. And then you've got parlement. If you look at the definitions in French, parler to speak, and ment is lies, to speak lies. It's the language, politics. Poly is people, and ticks is blood sucking. Parasites. Parasites. <laughs> what do dogs have? <laughs> politics. It's all there. You got. Titties. <laughs> What's that? I what I was referring to. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know if I read that wrong or what, but that did make me laugh. I remember that, though. I think we were going through High Park Gardens and stuff, and I said, Mummy, why has that man got boobies? Like, really loud stuff. <laughs> kids don't know. Like, And again, if kids will say something, that's their truth. It just comes out of them. Yeah. A kid say anything, and the thing is, as a kid, it's from a place of it. That's what I mean. It's just there's no ego attached to it. It's us as adults. Oh, what did you say? They just they just said whatever they said. They didn't say it for any reason other than they, you know, say we. There's <laughs> um, Roy Walker from the old catchphrase: "Say what you see, say what you." That's what kids do. They say whatever they see, and and like my my daughter does that all the time. And and I must admit, now it's funny because now I before I'm like, oh. And Gaz is more like, and I'd laugh because I know that it's that, that's the purity of, of a child. That's the purity. There's nothing behind that. They're just, they're just communicating. They're just growing. They're just developing. And again, we'll go, no, you can't say that. And that I understand there's certain things that you have to be careful, obviously, and there's teachings in, but it's not to jump on the kid. Because all of a sudden, then you create this <gasps> moment for them. Whereas you can just look a little, from my example with Aaliyah, I'll go down to her level and I'll be biting my lip, trying not to laugh. And I'll say, look, Aaliyah, what you said, you have to understand, overstand, I should use actually, you have to overstand some other people might find it offensive. They might, it might hurt their feelings, but you did nothing wrong. That's the important thing for the kid to know. They can learn rather than the, the whole scolding behind it. Obviously, if they keep repeating it after being told that, then it's a different story. But it's the amount of times kids come out with something and you see a parent just flip a lid and you think, oh, you can see that was totally innocent. And now you've, you've, you've planted a seed of, of, of negativity in that kid's mind around that. that They didn't even relate to it in the first place. And that... Would that that has been more powerful than any reaction that could have happened is because you've jumped on them and they've gone, and then you've put again you've instilled a fear into something that they and they're not even get to deal with it because they'll be like but but no don't say nothing, no, but what did I don't say nothing, okay just know what you said was wrong. Well they don't know what they said was wrong. That's the fucking problem. That you know that's why they said it because they didn't know that it was wrong. So it is is it's a difficult. It's hard. It is hard, but it's. My advice for parents, I don't get it right all the time, but that is one thing I've realised with kids is they're going to fucking drop you in shit at some point. And, so, and, and often, yeah, they'll repeat something that you've said. <laughs> How about that? Who taught you that, Dad? Oh, yeah, yeah I did, yeah. They <laughs> throw you in on it, too. <laughs> that, but that, again, shows you why your actions, your, the words that you say, the conversations that you have, that gets downloaded as them. <laughs> so if, if you if you speak your truth and something comes out of your kid's mouth and you know 
if you know that's not coming in, that means then you go investigate. Is that TV programs are watching? Who are they hanging around with? Like, if you know that you speak truth, I think it puts you at at peace because it's a mirror. You're a mirror. Children not the age uh, two will naturally imitate words. There you go. Mm. Yeah, they do. Mm. And again, they they, like it. they they come into the world. Uh, 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 and this is quite, quite interesting. Parents teach you to a certain point until you start getting an ego. Usually you're labelled as a teenage brat, but it's because you start questioning some of the stuff that they've been doing, because, again, we're different some people. But if you had, and people are like, no, no, but I'm the parents and stuff, you could have the two most stupidest people in the world. Their IQs at the lowest, just complete imbeciles from the outside world. But if that was your parents... <laughs> you would take their advice until you got to the stage and you must be <laughs> so um, indoctrinated with imbecility. <laughs> Do you know what you just made me think of as well? And I'm going to shout, I'm going to big up my own son now, Leo, actually. So um, he, Leo's recently started, you know, anyway, he started a, a new school. We moved him because of bullying. Now, that adds to this story. So he started in this new school. And obviously, going to a new school, you've always got that slightly, you know, bit of anxious, and I could feel it in him, um, That, especially off the back of his last two schools, him having a bad experience with boys that have was just it, started. Once, was it one school in Spain? One in England was the one was in Wiltshire, that where, obviously, when you see come to my house in the forge uh he was going to one there and then when we moved to spain the one in spain so when he went into new, this new school and this um what did you just said something that made me think of this i'll tell you the story and it was so it was off the back of something you just said made me think of leo basically but anyway so it turns out so in in his his new class so leo's 10 there's a there's two 12 year olds and uh boys and a 10 year old boy and an eight-year-old boy, and then about three girls, all around the same age. But anyway, so Leo being 10, obviously he's, he's naturally he's going to want to, you know, impress, the, as you would, the older kids. But he, he came home, you know, as you would throughout the day, you, you want to fit in and, and however you can. But we came home from school the second day and uh, we was having a chat, because I obviously do the school runs. We was talking on the way home in the car. He said, Dad, I, I need to tell you something. I was like, what? He said, well, Today in school, one of the other kids uh, whispered in his, in his ear to Leo on one side and a younger child, there's a younger kid in the class, eight as well, I won't give any of their names, but uh, there's, a, there's a little boy of eight, so slightly younger. So this one of these 12-year-olds whispered into Leo's ear, ear and this other kid the N-word, yeah, obviously the racial N-word, and, and uh, I was thinking, that it shocked me, I must admit, I was shocked, Really? And I said, okay. And he, I said, so what did you do? And he went, well, I felt like a bit awkward, but I knew it was really wrong. I said, okay, okay. So, so what did you do, son? He said, so I told him not to say that to me again. And I told the younger kid who was eight, who laughed, but he didn't realize what he was laughing at. Because the bigger kid said it and laughed. He said, the bigger kid said it and laughed. So the younger kid laughed. He said, uh, I told the younger kid afterwards as well 
that what he said was racist and it was wrong and he shouldn't laugh at it. I was so fucking proud of him. I was like, son, well, to do that on your second day in that school, you know, to stand up. And this kid who'd said it, he's like the boisterous kid in the group. He's not, he's not a bad kid. And, and again, I'd, I'd question where, where are you hearing that, uh, that language? Do you know what I mean? But for Leo to stand up and, and, for himself and and that and know what he was doing was right i was so fucking proud it was off something you said in it made me think of it but kids you know when that when that truth is in kids that truth of right that innocent truth of right it's wonderful when you witness a child again just for leo it was simple there was no that's wrong like i'm not part of that and i was just so fucking proud of him so so proud of him so yeah shout out to my boy leo Digressing, did you see he done a little, he, he had an idea for Friday, uh, Family Friday. Have you seen that video he done? Nah. nah, it's brilliant. He goes to me, Dad, I've got an idea for you for your clients. I said, oh, really? <laughs> I was like, all right. He said, yeah, you should, you should say to them, anyone with families that have got children, is every Friday they have a Family Friday and they, they do stuff. I was like, I'll tell you what, son. Tomorrow on the way to school, Friday, you can do the live on the car. Just hold the phone and you can just... And he's done a video today. It was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And then so he's, today we went out and we done some posts. Because he'd he done a video to say, look, every Friday, get together with your family, play board games, go for a walk, whatever it is, but post it. Uh, and then he, he described what family is for him. So today we went out and we done some videos down Malaga Port. Uh, for uh, for family day and you got some really nice responses from people as well but even uh, like from obviously followers but even things like that it's when you see your kids like have that thought that it's, it's lovely as a parent it's sort of validation that yeah you are on the right track with your kids and it's a really proud moment so I thought I'd share that with you anyway <laughs> yeah I love that and Donna's just said something that we've been, Donna, honestly, we've been pushing for this since the start of it. What's that? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. With the comment box. Oh, don't. Yeah. yeah we, oh, shout out to Jess as well. Shout out to Jess. Shout out to Jess. She's starting with us. Um, Lads Talk Health is going to be growing now. Female perspective, another coach. Someone that knows what we're about, someone who's on the same values as us, and also someone's going to kick us up the arse, and uh, yeah, we don't like. Hundred percent, yeah, admin, admin and stuff. But her ideas already. Well, I won't go into them now. Just so you know, she sent me a voice, a three-minute voice note today, and I was like, "Fuck me, we could have done with you so much earlier." <laughs> so there's there's a lot to come. There's a lot to come. I'm, I'm going to shoot now anyway. Me too, bruv. It's half one, so I'm going to go. But guys, this week, I'm, I'm going to challenge you. Investment £35. Just do the one coach session. And if, if you feel like you want your money back after that one session, we'll give you your money back. But then if you don't take your money back, you've got a whole month <laughs> of so much other stuff that you can do as well. And honestly, it's the, it's the coaching one this week as well so we've got a few of them in the memberships now they lead into where you are so when you come on we always say do the first coaching one it gives you a current reality of where you are at the moment in life but what what you get on the Tuesdays something that I guarantee most people have never experienced before 
and also you get to speak and be heard, which is maybe a scary thought, but that's why I say just turn up and just see what happens. Guarantee something uh, will click inside you. Yeah, I second that. So it's www. I'm going to put this in the chat quickly. Lads Talk Health members, uh, Lads Talk Health dot com, and what we're what we're witnessing every single day. Because there's that's the thing. There is like Harry said, just a coaching call alone, coaching call alone, thirty five quid. It's worth so much more than that. But you're getting every Tuesday group coaching workshops and every day you're getting either um, or every Monday me and Harry do a combination every single Monday where we do breath work meditation into an experience with Harry which is again another different level type of meditation and then every other day you're either getting a breath work meditation or Harry's meditations and it is literally it's life-changing. I'm not, I'm not just, yes, it, you might think you're going to say that because you're pitching it. I'm saying that because I live it every single day. What I share on there is what I do with my family, I do with myself, and it will, it will, <laughs> 35 quid, you'll do it, and you think, fuck me, I should have done this so much sooner. I should have started doing some work on myself. So much. I, I thought I was working on myself. My God, I realised I wasn't even scratching the surface. And it's a nice feeling when you start working on yourself and you start feeling proud of yourself and what you're doing. Really nice feeling. I will go, mate. I'm knackered. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm <laughs> keep my eyes open now as well. So. <laughs> Good night, everybody. And and last shout out. I've got my talk tomorrow sold out now, and I've also got a Zoom link. Um, which is on my bio, so you can watch it on Zoom. Someone was moaning about the price, but it's £10. And again, you'll, you'll learn so much within that. So if you are free tomorrow evening, I'm going to show you support. But what, remind me, what time is that? Remind me, what time is it? 8 o'clock your time. 8 o'clock my time. Saturday. Yeah, I could, I'll, I'll definitely. I'll, I'll, do you know what? I'll go so far as £9.50 for you, mate. I'm not a penny more. Yeah. <laughs> See you later. Thank you so much for listening. If you've been interested in this content and want to reach out for us a one-on-one or group or community coaching, please don't hesitate to. You can find us at Lads Talk Health on Instagram. On Telegram, if you're interested in the natural plant medicine, search for Rick Simpson Oil, best Rick Simpson Oil, forward slash cannabis oil, forward slash THC oil. You'll also find us on Instagram at Lads Talk Health. We've got a community membership site. If you're interested, please reach out. The membership site is www.ladstalkhealth.com. And again, love to all.